Friendos, let me tell you a story about a man named Joe. That's right. Recently, a listener of Chad Duke's show, he called up Joe Azer and said, look, I need to buy a home ASAP. Me and my me and my chick, we're going out to dinner. Me and my chick. Joe said, tell me what's going on. And it turns out the family friend who was the buyer's agent had been using this guy for a month. He wasn't, uh, months rather, he, w- he wasn't on top of things, wasn't returning phone calls and texts and stuff like that. And the lender wasn't qualified it was a mess, a veritable boondoggle just six weeks after the call to our guy, Joe. Guess what happened? New homeowners, Mateo and his wife, they are living the good life. Not only did Joe find them a house, he got their loan sorted out fast. They got a pre-market gem. You know what a pre-market gem is? I've told you about this. Joe knows the houses that are going to go on the market before they go on the market so he can swoop in and work his magic. Went from six weeks frustration to done in their new Home. Sound like something you could benefit from? Give him a call. 571-989-2937. That is 571-989-JOE-AZER. Well, it's just Azer. 571-989-AZER. My bad, yo. Um. Anyway, text him. Shoot him a text. He does a text, but that's his cell phone number. Call him. Tell him Big Shoot loves him in that way. And hold on to that number because you never know when you're going to be in the market to buy or sell a home. <laughs> Host name is Chad Dukes. And I am burdened with glorious purpose. It's the Chad Dukes Radio Show. It's not Free FM. So give Chad a call. Here's the number. 385-645-5375. It's Miller time. What is that now? 12 hands in a row? Dukes, you son of a bitch. Nobody's that lucky. Now here's your host, the big silly. Chad Dukes. Charlie Hope. Alpha and Delta, yeah, Dukes, dig it! There, but for the grace of God, kill me. It's a Chad Dukes show. 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 Oof. That's pretty much it. Oof. It's a Chad Duke show. It's a Chad Duke show. It's a Chad Duke show. It's quite the Thursday night. It's a Chad Duke show. It's a Chad Duke show. It's a Chad Duke show. It's funny, it's a wild scene when I got in here. Uh, I'll let Tor explain in just a moment, but one of the funnier things that was said was, uh, I was mentioning to him that I um, went out for supper last night. The uh, wife came home from work, and she's like, let's go out for dinner. And uh, far be it from me, say no to an offer like that. So went around the corner to a local eatery and uh, indulged in a few. Uh, I had not uh, had any alcohol yet this week tour, which was it's pretty good for me. Um, and I said, well, out for dinner, why not have a cold beer or two? And, uh, turned into about three or four. And then uh, we got back to the house and, uh, walked through the door and I'm patting the dog. And I looked over at the table and I said, Ooh, there's the, there's an open bottle of bourbon over on the table right there to which Tor responded. I, I, I said, uh. <laughs> It, it must be crazy to have money, and then you got just liquor lying around. Right. That's how you can tell if someone's rich. Because they have a bottle of liquor in their house. In my, in my house, it's a 
it's almost a day-to-day buy if, sure. you, if you're planning on drinking something. Because if you have a bottle, it's going to get drank that night. It's not sticking around long. Right, because you got dopey and smoky and sneezy and all the, the bro dogs living in the house of happiness. So that that's how you know you done came up. Like if you have not only a bottle of liquor, but then you have a, an additional bottle of liquor. Yeah, exactly. It's something for the next day. That's a good perspective, man. I didn't realize how good I had it. Uh I was I was gifted a bottle and I had about uh, I would say uh, six fingers of it left and I said to the wife I was like hey you want to have a glass of bourbon she's like well we got a big weekend it's your brother's birthday and uh, you got to work at the shop and you're doing the award show and it's Easter so we're gonna go see my parents she's like I don't know if we should get started on Thursday and I was like you're right and then she turned her back and I poured the whole thing into a glass. <laughs> Uh, I can't even tell you why, other than alcoholism, and then uh, adjourned to the study to finish and conclude season one of Picard, which I have some thoughts on. Oh, welcome to the show, everybody. It is the Chad Duke Show. Thank you so much for listening on a Friday. Usually this is a clip show, but uh, I don't know. I think we're going to go all the way through, which is weird because I couldn't be more hungover, um, and I was fresh as a daisy all goddamn week, and uh, I don't know. Uh, we'll, We'll see how it goes. I'm Chad. That is, uh, notice I haven't taken my shades off. Yeah. Or I'm not trying to big time you. I just, um, the, the light. I get it. Yeah. It's very bright. I, uh, I came downstairs and I was like, oh boy, that's a lot. And then I went outside. And I was like, well, this ain't going to work. This is not going to work. So, yes, I'm doing the, the, the Howard Stern maneuver where I'm uh, wearing my sunglasses inside, minus all the money and success. Uh, that is Gigantor right there. Good to see you, young Gigantor. I uh, I actually like the the sunglasses inside look. Oh, I don't really? Know why I, and maybe it is just the the stern and the impact of him in that dark room with the sure. shades on. Uh, but I don't mind it very much. Yeah, well, I think he's got a thing with his... Uh, he thinks he's got too much face, which I respect. I think most dudes have too much face. Oh, that's yeah. why you got to get the hair going and the beard going and all that stuff to try to cover some of that face up. Because, I mean... God bless Orgy Beard. Can you fucking imagine Orgy Beard with no beard if he just came up here with that face slinging that thing around? The redness is already seeping oh through the dyed God. beard. I mean, and if it was just none? I mean, when Monk Monk almost knocked over one of these arcade one-up machines with his face when he shaved his, <laughs> his fucking beard off. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm in, I'm in favor of all of that. Uh, plenty of stuff to talk about today. It's a lot of Baker Mayfield news. I came up with it. You tell me, Tor, I, I think I've come up with a solution for him that I assume some other people have to be talking about because I can't I'm not very smart um and I don't know a lot about football but I, I've come up with what I think is the perfect thing for him to do this year after he has just given this somewhat of a bombastic interview where he claimed he wanted to go uh what do you say he wanted to go to people's cubicles and boo them while he, they were working yeah and watch them crumble you know because they right. can't handle the booing right right well there's somebody that can't handle the booing I'll tell you that much um <laughs> but we'll we'll get to that I have multiple schools of or what is it uh, streams of thought uh-huh. on that but um I wrote down here on my notes I always write notes down for the episode and the last note that I wrote uh, came about four minutes ago and I wrote down hurricane clamp <laughs> <laughs> um and so I, I thought maybe you would like to start with that. And we should say thank you. Uh, one, uh, one of the nominees tour uh, for most generous. Yep. Spider Clamp has joined us today on a Friday, nonetheless. He might be the first guest in the audience we've ever had on a Friday. Well, Hurricane Clamp today, <laughs> the, the forecast started on Monday. He's Santana Moss and Clinton Portis rolled into one. <laughs> yeah. He's Reggie Wayne. He's all of them. <laughs> he reached out. He said, all right. 
fellas, you know, can I come out on, on Friday? So I said, you know, of course, Clamp, you can come up to the studio. Sure. So he'd been thinking about this. He, he's been ready for this Friday uh, morning, afternoon. I like it. Uh, <laughs> he's treating it with some gravitas. So he walks in. And, you know, it's, it's Clamp, so he's always got a little uh, bounce to his step, which, True. I, which I love. I've never seen studio. Clamp down. Never. Never seen him down. I've seen Joe walk in here. Oh, hey, Tor. Uh, you know, uh, 15 minutes late. Uh, click, 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 click. And man yeah. staring at his phone. God, yeah. I, 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 it's just the Clamp is a, a, a ray of sunshine. Today. John Page coming up here talking about his wife farting <laughs> oh, off the joint. Just... That whole thing. Yeah, we've seen it all. I mean, we've seen it all up here, right? <laughs> <What a> catastrophic <laughs> turn for John Page. John Page went from the, this tip of the motherfucking spear to now he's one of those feathers that just hangs down behind the, <laughs> behind the head on the shaft. Oh, shit. Oh, I came home one time. My wife was squirting it up with the door open. I wanted to throw up. I'm tell you guys about it. Oh, no. Uh, a terrible fall from grace. <laughs> but- a Cosby-like fall from grace. That's what I say for John Page. I know a thing or two about falls from grace, by the way, Tor. Oh, shit. By the way, I would rather have happened what happened to me uh-huh. than tell anyone about my wife's diary. Oh, my God. A thousand times over. I don't want John Page to feel badly about that. I mean, I lost everything. I would rather lose everything than tell anyone publicly about my wife's farts. I'd take a Tyson punch right to the balls. Right to the dome, and hopefully it would kill me. Yeah, hopefully I would just die work. from the pain. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, but the, the hurricane shows up. Today. Hur- hurricane Hur- clamp. Hurricane clamp. Um, he's Category got, five. He's got uh, a couple bags with him, which like that. He always brings in bags. I said, "Oh, I wonder what he brought today." You know, I, I didn't, we didn't. You know, it's a Friday, so we didn't really request anything uh, of him. And then he says, "I, I went to uh, to Checkers and got a bunch of the Buford burgers that he, he laid them out back Love there." Checkers he brought like six burgers, a whole box of chicken tenders. Uh, so I'm sitting here like, "Wow, that's a that's a pretty big power move right Breakfast there." Breakfast burger for tour. can't oh, beat that. Loved it. I mean. Eating a burger before noon is yeah, all gotta, well, that's, not, that's not the only thing that happened before noon from what I heard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> from what reports were telling me. Um, I uh, I then, uh, he's like, how do you turn the, the, the arcade machines on? So I'm like, oh. There's a little switch. You, just t- you, go, you go to a little switch. He says, okay. Goes right to the X-Men, uh, X-Men machine. I like it. Just starts playing away. I mean, I with, thought, with vigor yeah, he yeah, was playing. Yeah. I came in here and I thought someone was banging on a metal plate with a crescent wrench. That's what it sounded like when I walked in here. It was <laughs> the complete opposite of how Joe plays in the NBA. Clamp's aggressive. Clamp is like the, the yeah he's he's going at it he's loving it he's Magneto's cur- got no chance he's cur- oh, son of a bitch um, I'll get you next time man I'm like I'm like oh, okay he's into it and then I look over I say what's Clamp got over there he's got some I see oh he's cracked a Miller Lite <laughs> good for him and it's I'm fucking like, Friday it's a hot day outside I see like oh yes Clamp good for him he's getting me going I just just a secondary seeing Clamp in his absolute element right drinking. In the studio, playing video games, playing video games, talking loud, brought a sack of burgers, yelling at the top of his lungs. Yeah, yeah, loves it. But that's not all. Clamp did. I can't, I'm waiting with bated breath. I can't wait. Clamp brought uh, Dukes a present. Brought Dukes a present. Yes. I don't require any presents from Spider Clamp. Uh, uh, this will be a, a his company is all the only gift. That, what is this? Is this a it's some sort of bag? It's another one of the bags. That it's, a, it's a burlap sack. Now, can yep. I stick my hand in there? Or am I gonna get bit? You should be okay. All right, let's, let's see here. Trying to see if this is any type of weaponry. I'm always in favor of that. What is this? A dragon! <laughs> oh, man! It's the greatest gift of all time! How come you didn't tell me I was going to get a dragon today, Tor? Well, because I thought you'd be excited to get the dragon God the damn it. Dragon. I'll show you dragon. 
Man, this is tremendous. Clamp, where did this dragon come from? It's another mom dragon? God bless. I love your mother. <laughs> she goes, she passed. I'll show you dragon. I'm gonna say a, I'm gonna say a prayer for her tonight. This is tremendous. <laughs> now I have two dragons That's for shelf right. from. I was thinking about that dragon earlier today. I was like, Jesus Christ, that dragon looks like it sat in that all right, let me I'm not doing a very good job of sure. explaining this. So in the back of the studio here, uh give him back his bag. He bought that from my store. Yeah. He already paid me money for that. <laughs> Thank you so much, Spider Clamp. I love this gift. Um he's such a I love Spider Clamp. Is that why you were you were so elated when I, I came It in. was a good morning for, for Did you know this was did you know what was in the sack? Oh, I knew it was in the sack. Didn't. Yeah. I'll show you dragon. He just showed me dragon. Um in the back of the studio, I've got uh, some shelving where I put all of my Mortal Kombat accoutrement. I'm a fan of the game and of the franchise, and I have some action figures and statues and things like that. They're certainly not figurines, as Smoky Mountain Joe called them yesterday. That's oh, the, my God. I, I hawked a big one right in his face after he said it. Um, I left it a leg, by the way, and farted on him. As soon as he said that shit, I was like, you're a goddamn you're jabroni. Um, so I've got a bunch of Mortal Kombat stuff back there, and Spider Clamp came in one day and said, I don't know if you like this. I don't know. He's like, I gotta sound like Colin Quinn. And he's like, and he handed me this big wooden red dragon that is perfect. And it's perfect. That shirt, just like Iraq's shirt. Um, it fits so well into Shelf Realm. It looks like that it was, you know, an accessory that you would buy from NetherRealm or McFarlane Toys or whomever right. to put back there. I was like, God damn it. This is, I cannot believe how perfect this dragon is. Uh, he, I believe uh, Clamp was the show MVP for a stretch of time. He definitely was. Until the clamping started when uh, he was sending us the very early messages on yeah. Instagram. Um, so now I guess I now have a second dragon, which is uh, fucking amazing <laughs> because it looks like it's going to fit dragon. in just as perfectly. I'll show you dragon. I'm going to go put him back there. And at some point, I'm going to I'm gonna have to start naming these dragons, I think, at some point. Okay. This one will be Fin Fang Foom. That will oh. be the name of this gotcha. uh, dragon. <laughs> and that other one over there, I'm going to name him... Uh, Ray Fines. Gotcha. It's a red dragon joke. You won't get it, but somebody out there will. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, Clamp, that's tremendous. That's great, and I'm happy you're drinking beers. I got clamped a little bit on the way to the back. He was screaming at me about uh, uh, ordering burgers. And, and, um, it's is pretty good, man. You know. <laughs> here's here's what Spider Clamp does, and I don't know if this will be entertaining to people, but. What he'll do is he'll pick the worst place in the world and then tell you that it's okay. And I like that about him. He's got a better outlook on life than I do. There is a Checkers in Manassas, which might be the worst place in the world. Like, it might it might be off. Like Chechnya, I, I'm telling you, this place, the customer service, you can't even call it that. They're angry you're there. They uh -huh. are fucking mad. That, that is if they'll deal with you at all. Um... And I'm sitting here, I'm like, Sp and Spider-Clamp's like, man, are you wrong about that? Manassas Park was location, man. I go over there, click, click, click. And I'm like, all right, dude, that's, I mean, he was, but I like it. He has a better outlook on life than I do. Oh, yeah. Him. He'll go on the, uh, all, all the, the janky rides on the New, uh, New Jersey uh, boardwalk oh, and enjoy it. Right. He loves like, that. He goes to Ocean City. Oh, uh, yeah. Condom floats up to him next to him in the water. He's like, all right, man, people are just having fun on the ocean. Yeah, I'll blow it up, make a blue nanner. This guy's you know, guy fucking great, man. I love him. I love Spider-Clamp. I'm happy he's here. He's got an open invitation, of course, uh, and uh, I'm, I'm excited to add another dragon to a uh, shelf realm. Um, I have lots to we have lots to talk about today too. Tour. Also, we have some. Uh, I think we didn't get to all the ask shoes on Thursday. That's kind of our mailbag segment. Correct. So we'll get to a couple of those. I guess clamps had enough. Um, so here's what. Uh, 
Well, let's start with the Baker stuff. Okay. Um, Baker Mayfield. I think most people are familiar with his situation. Starting quarterback, first round pick. Uh, was he? Was he first overall? First overall. Yeah. First overall pick. Went to Oklahoma. There's that run where like his clamp having his. All right. That's a second 16-ouncer. And I, I do like the fact that he's going for the pint bottles, too. Another 12-ounce right. bullshit. God, he is getting me juiced up. Are you, <laughs> can I get one, Clamp? You want to fucking have a beer? I might want one. Oh, my God. He's, oh, he just opened that beer oh, for yeah. you. Thank you. Are you having a beer right now? I think I, he's infectious. I understand, but that's that is, are you going out tonight? Uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> might be. You might be making that decision right now. Oh, God, we know <laughs> if me. You're, if you're going to start drinking 16-ounce beers at noon... Hey, look, man, if you're feeling the wave, how how often do you have a chance to have a beer at noon on a fucking Friday? I get especially with spider clamp. With spider clamp, it's a chance of a lifetime. <laughs> I think if we ever do one of those auction things, like that'll have to be. Are, oh, are you guys cheersing? There, there's the so. cheers. There it is. What are you drinking to? Uh, fing, fang, foom. Fin, fang, foom, and being off on a Friday. I like both <laughs> okay. of those things. Those are two of my favorite things in the world. Fin, fang, foom, and being off on a Friday. Um. I, th- I think that two seasons ago he was considered one of the best quarterbacks in the league, right? He was. Um, he had a bad rookie year, or not bad, but underwhelming. And then he had a lot of uh, juice behind him. And then the next year, came out guns blazing, took the Browns to the playoffs, and then had a uh, a very tight duel with the the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs as well, where I believe they only lost by three points in Arrowhead. Yes, which is you know. Um Pretty goddamn impressive. And then they were like the, a, a hot up-and-coming team. Was it Spencer Rattler was the, the the Oklahoma quarterback that got benched last year? Yes. Now he's on uh, South Carolina. Crazy. Like So Oklahoma went from nobody from Oklahoma is ever going to get drafted, and they when they get into the spread offense, whatever, they get into the fucking league, they, they fail, right? They're just You can't trust them. Yeah. And there was Baker, and then there was Kyler, and everybody's like, holy shit, Oklahoma's where you go for quarterbacks. I mean, this that's quarterback you right there. Right. And and now you look at the fact that both of those guys are in a very different spot already, like less than a year later in their careers. It's just it's interesting. It's just a, a tributary off the conversation. The kind of how that paradigm shifts back and forth very quickly. It's odd because now there's uh, at least reports that Kyler Murray's not going to play without an extension. Also, right. so you're like, oh, so what is what was the 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 pathway development to the NFL for these Oklahoma quarterbacks? They got really and, annoying. Yeah. Um, I mean, talented guys, but really annoying, kind of selfish, immature guys. Is right. what it kind of feels like right now. And look, I don't know how much of that is bluster. There was that big report coming out coming out that there, there's a media machine that absolutely affects the way people think about players, but also generally where there's a, an enormous amount of smoke. There's at least a lick or two of flame. So I don't know. Uh, and I read an article today. Florio was talking about how what if, you know, Kyler Murray goes to Baker Mayfield and asks for advice because he's down and out. Like he could find himself in a situation like that if he doesn't look look out for himself. Right. And that's that's another reason why I'm all for these guys getting as much money as they possibly can. And everybody that shits on them for like going someplace and taking a paycheck, fuck you, man. You never know. It's, it's just with injury alone. You never know, especially with the game of football when your last game has been played already. Um, and you need to get as much as you can, as quickly as you can. That's why I don't have a problem with Kirk Cousins. Right. I don't want him quarterbacking my team, but he has played this. I mean, he's played this city like a heart from hell, as uh, Oswald Cobblepot once I, told us. I, I, do you remember you? I don't know the uh, the Manny Machado uh, situation. Oh, sure, in the Baltimore. Baltimore. Hey there, boy. And then he went to the Dodgers. And I then, think Josh Schroeder just blew a load. And then, <laughs> and then he, um, and then people were upset because he left the Dodgers because yes. he was on a one year contract, got mega bonused out for San Diego. And people were like, oh, he just wants the money. I'm like. Yeah, 
He does. Yeah, no He's getting shit. paid $250 million over seven years. Yeah, I want $250 million. By the way, they do the same job that I'd be doing for that other team. They, right. They don't care about you. They don't care. They're not going to give you that money if you can't play, and they're not going to give you that money. And baseball, at least, though, they've got some guaranteed money coming in. Football looks right. like they're getting there. Anyway, I, I digress. Um, Baker did this interview. Uh, he said a bunch of stuff. Um, he doesn't believe he was treated fairly by Cleveland. Um, I think he said that Seattle is probably the place he's going to end up, although... It looks like to me, I think they just re-signed Geno Smith yeah. and they traded for a quarterback with the big Russell Wilson trade. Um, it would seem to me they're in the middle of a rebuild and they can they got a pick, they can draft a guy, and they can develop a guy. I, I don't think they're in a spot to bring in Baker Mayfield, who again, probably can still be successful in this league, but is also a huge pain in the ass. Now, whether or not he is motivated now, a lot of what he said was about, I need to be a leader in the locker room and lead men. And how do you lead millionaires? You can lead guys that aren't making. He said a lot of shit and a lot of it wasn't necessarily untrue. I was just surprised at a lot of the shit that he said. One of the things he said is he wants to go to a cubicle and boo people working in a cubicle and watch them crumble. I assume as a reference to him, getting booed by fans uh, while he's playing football and probably all the shit that he gets online as well, right? Yeah. A couple things about that. One is that's very human. Um, you know, you, you see, I I take some, I take quite a bit of flack online and you kind of look at a, an anonymous account or even even better, Tori, you look at the ones, I can't tell you how many times someone is just calling me the worst things on earth and I look in their Twitter bio and it says girl dad, father of two, follower of Christ and I'm just like, Wow, um, I, I don't think the, the <laughs> what you're putting out there is a little different than kind of how you see yourself and how you describe yourself. Right. So I would I can understand kind of wanting to confront people like, hey man, like, you, would you do this if you were like walking into the studio to say this to me? Like, not even a physical thing. Like, I'm gonna beat you up. No, just would you say it to another human being? And the answer is probably no. But you can't do that. And you can't live your life that way. And it's kind of at some point you got to kind of let it roll off your shoulders. The last thing I think in the world you should do, Tor, is even though I appreciate it, because you and I have had this conversation a hundred times, whenever one of these guys lets their guard down and they give us more than coach speak and platitudes, I think we both appreciate that. Yeah, you're seeing a little bit more of the player, and then it also gives us something to talk about. Yeah, it's one of the reasons why the, this, the crazy fucking stupid Will Smith thing, on a base level, I respected it because I'm like, these are the most guarded people on the planet. Like, their image is everything. Yeah. And this is a completely raw moment happening like that would happen at any... I was talking to you yesterday. You said every time you go out to a bar in D.C., someone gets clonked over the head with a beer bottle and oh, dragged yeah. out. Oh, no. You're waiting in the line. Hold on. Hold on. We got a situation coming. Yeah. Cops are running out. They're pulling somebody somebody out. You're just like looking at them like, oh, what did what got you that upset? You're going to be someplace, if, you, if you're interacting with humans, where a fight breaks out, there's a car accident. You never see that shit with the beautiful celebrities. Uh -uh. You know, at least not in person. Um... So for for that reason alone, I respect it. For for that for that reason alone, I respect Baker telling us how he truly feels, because um, we don't ever get that. And and the reason is now he's just completely getting ripped apart on social media. People saying he's soft because he wants to boo clerical workers. I I suppose. Um, I've got some cognitive dissonance on that. One, I can relate. Um, I'd like to curse out a bunch of people that have, have cursed me out. Um, two, I understand the argument that. Hey, man, you're going to go boost somebody making $60,000 a year? Like, one of the reasons why you – I'm not a pocket watcher. If these guys get yeah. paid this money, go get it. Like, anybody that can go get the money and get – I'm fine with it. They're, they're not Kardashians. You know what I mean? And I don't even have – I don't have as much of a problem with them anymore after they've turned this whole thing into an empire. A lot of people get reality TV shows. Uh-huh. 
not a lot of people turn it into what they've turned it into. Yeah, you know, decade worth of of top of the uh, programming charts, all that. It's all. It's why I really. This is going to sound fucking crazy. I like that Pauly D guy. I like that DJ Pauly D guy because he stayed in the pocket. And he yeah. did exactly. All the rest of those people lost their fucking mind. They got collagen. They got. They had to go to rehab. They're like, they're, they're messes. They're a disaster. DJ Pauly D is the exact same guy that walked into that house that now 15 years later goes and DJs at clubs. Same haircut, same everything. Uh-huh. He, he found himself a niche and said, I'm going to just, I'm going to kill it. And he and he has, and that's why I kind of I kind of respect that for some reason. Um, football is different because you have to have an enormous amount of skill, and also you're getting beat up. I, I've said this that f- football deserves a baseline level of respect more than basketball and baseball and you know tennis, soccer, golf's de- definitely soccer. I I don't you soccer fans are fucking embarrassing. The fact that you allow your sport. The flopping that happens, it is so goddamn embarrassing. And the fact that you have to sit there for 20 minutes as these losers are writhing around on the fucking field. They bring the stretch. That stupid little weak-ass stretcher. They got. Do you understand what they have to do in football if a motherfucker gets injured? They bring out a fucking truck. They bring a truck onto the field. And they got to load his big ass oh, up onto shit. that thing. And they're crying and they're fucking <laughs> paralyzed and their life's over and their wife's fucking passing out in the stands. You get a standing ovation if the guy lifts his arm and waves to everybody, you know, as he's getting carted off. Fucking soccer losers with that stupid <laughs> two sticks and a pillowcase in between it. Because you know you're carrying him into the tunnel and he'll be back in five seconds. Oh, my God. You're fucking embarrassing <laughs> that you endorse that sport. Anybody that's ever made an argument for soccer, it's like go look at a fucking mirror for God's sake. Go go oh, get a psychologist. Shit. What's wrong with me? I want this is the, this is this this is the culture I want to foment that I want my kids to see. Fake injuries so I can get. A, ugh, I hate it. I, I I hate everything about it. Um, what were we talking about? Oh, uh, uh, mixed martial arts, boxing. I would say to a certain extent, hockey. Uh, those guys are real tough. And football. Yeah. Because you're physically getting beat up. And that takes not only a physical toll on you, but a mental toll. They always say a fight, you know, you're in the first time everybody's got a plan until they get punched in the face. And it's not just because it hurts. It's because your brain's scrambled. Uh-huh. You're not used to getting punched in the face. Um, all that being said, one of the things you get with a big bag of money is you get more eyes on you and you get more people that are going to just be mad. Like their base reaction to you having more money than them for whatever reason, and I think this is an unhealthy way to live your life. If Tor looking at, looking at me, what he just said, like, one day I'd like to have two bottles of liquor in my house. He's not saying, fuck Dukes, why does he have two bottles of liquor and I don't? Right. Right? Like, he's saying, well, I want two bottles of liquor one day, so I can drink one bottle of liquor, and then I, when my roommates steal the other one, um, <laughs> we can have sex. That's, <laughs> that's what he's looking to say. And that's the right way to look, young man. When you're having sex with those dudes, I want you to say, look, I got another bottle of liquor in that fucking cabinet, and I've come up. Um, <laughs> when you get the, the, the endorsements and you get the fame and you get all the good stuff, uh-huh. you fuck the Instagram models and all the fun shit that goes along with that, you know, there's the opposite side of that. There's the dark side of the canvas, and that is dickheads trying to fuck with you. And sometimes they're really good at it, you know? Sometimes they're leaking personal photos. Sometimes they're putting your address out. Sometimes they get you fired. It goes along with the territory. And I, and I think that I am shocked if someone who's had the success that Baker Mayfield has had, and by the way, been a controversial figure. Right. Pretty much his entire career. Um, would still let that shit in his kitchen as much as he does and then acknowledge it. 
I, I firmly believe this. The, the best way, and this is a Sternian-like thing. Like Don Geronimo used to do this bit, tour where he would go on the air. And there was his website. It was called DCR TV. Guy actually read it, just died. Um, and there was a mailbag inside of this thing. And people would write in. And it was never good. It was always they just talk shit, talk shit, talk shit, talk shit, talk shit. Uh -huh. Don would fucking pull that website up on his radio show with millions of people listening, making millions of dollars, and read what people were writing about him in the fucking mailbag. Or read what Dave Hughes was writing on the fuck. This is the first time you've probably ever heard me say that guy's name. Yeah. Giving the acknowledgement is the only thing that gives those people power. It's the only thing that they ultimately want is to be put into the same category as the person they're trying to, quote, unquote, rip down. Um, I was shocked whenever he would do that. I'm like, why are you even acknowledging that? You can't control it. You can't stop it. Like, even if it's in your kitchen, you don't have to let people know. Uh -huh. It's one of the reasons why I love Corolla so much is Corolla's like, oh, we, we've, we've switched over to a society now where we, everyone has to know exactly what we're feeling all the time. Like, people don't need to know what you're feeling. It's not necessarily a bad thing. We think, well, we don't internalize everything. Well, you can internalize some things, you know? And you'll probably be better off for it. Leaders do that all the time, right? Like, I'm sure leaders, when they're leading men into battle, are scared. Yeah. But they can't be scared in that moment. And to a lesser extent, sports, you know? I'm sure you have butterflies in your stomach before a play. If you're a leader, you go out there, come on, let's do it. Let's fucking let's get this done. Jumping out of an airplane, whatever the fuck that it is, controlling your emotion, not leaking all of your emotion out, can be incredibly valuable yeah you put on the you put on your face right even if you're you're fucking uh, you're trembling everywhere inside my first snap ever fucking go out there i'm about to shit my pants of course you I, are I, and then I'm, but i'm like i'm you know here's my mean face i'm trying to put on my mean face do the snap everything's better and then that happens more with reps and more with leaders but if you if you can't consistently do that which i yeah. don't think baker mayfield can do then it's going to be a long tough road for you I had, a, I had a time when I was a kid. I was very young, and it was the first time I uh, <clears throat> was at a pool. There was a high dive. Uh -huh. And I saw kids jumping off the high dive, so I went up, and I went all, out, all the way out into the high dive, and I looked down, and I was so goddamn scared that I turned around and went back down. Yeah. And everyone had to move so that I it – was, it was, when I say traumatically humiliating – and I, I carried that with me for a long time until I was I was in this place called Sliding Rock. It's in um, I think it's in Asheville, North Carolina. You should look it up. It's not right now, but it's fucking amazing. It's a goddamn rock face that slides down into this big pool, and you can just slide down it. I was sitting at the top of that thing, and I was terrified, and I wanted to just say fuck it, I don't want to do it. But I remembered how fucking scared I was and how much of an asshole I looked like walking down that high dive. So I said fuck it. Even if I die, I got to go down this thing. And I went down and hit the water and it was cold. But then afterwards, you're like, oh, it, it, makes the, it makes the reward that much sweeter. Yeah. For Baker Mayfield, all those motherfuckers booing him, everyone talking shit. He probably was done dirty somewhere in all of this. The Browns probably weren't honest with him. Um, he played hurt. He played through massive injuries. He was not rewarded. It, it is why I tell Tor, I was like, take your vacation. Like, whoever, whatever job you have right now, take your days off, take your vacation, whatever you think they're going to reward you for, they are not. Right. They're a corporation. They're based on dollars and cents, and the, your bosses will be fired, and there will be new bosses that don't know anything about you, that don't care about you. So, well, I, you should work hard. You should try to do a good job. Take your fucking vacation. Don't think that's going to buy you anything. Well, that's what Baker said also. He said, I've had a whole bunch of different coordinators. I've had a whole bunch of different coaches he's, also. He's 100% so, yeah. correct. Also, nobody cares. So here, here's <laughs> yeah. here's the thing. I, I, am, I am shocked that a guy that has accomplished as much as he has, it was so willing to acknowledge that that shit bugs him. 
I can relate to it bugging to him. I can sympathize with it bugging him. But here's what, if I were to say something to him and he has accomplished way more in his life than I have, I would say, look, dude, to tell your boys that shit pisses you off. You know, tell your wife. You don't don't go out there and fucking don't get. You, do you know how many things that get said to me that I, I'd like to come in here and bitch about and complain about? Uh-huh. Be like, look at what this motherfucker said. Look what this guy sent me. I mean, th- th- thousands, literally a uh, hundred a week. But it doesn't do me any good. And all it would do was the person that's fucking with me and jacking with me. It gives them what they want. So. That that's a lesson earned very early on, and I was kind of surprised to see him breathe as much life into that stuff during that conversation. Yeah, it's it's got to be some weird. He's got to have some type of chip on his shoulder that doesn't let him get over it. Because I have to imagine, at least from what I've seen, Daniel Jones has received as much, if not more, criticism of his play in New York. Way more. And but he's also not played as well as Baker has in spots. Right. So I guess th- that could come in into play. But I'm like. I haven't heard Daniel Jones say anything on a podcast nope. ever about, oh, New York is a really tough market to play in. They're they're killing me up here. You know, the fans expect so much. No, no, no. He might after he leaves. I mean, he might after he's out of there. Because Baker's out of there now. Right. Well, 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 I think you and I both became Jimmy Garoppolo fans last year. Big time Jimmy Garoppolo fan. Because of what we're talking about right now. Like, if anybody had a reason to bitch, it's like, hey, what the? You're drafting a quarterback. You're letting everybody know. I, okay. I'm just gonna go out here and control what I. He had he had every reason in the world to be disgruntled to demand. How many guys demanded trades last year? Everybody it seemed like. Everyone's wanting to take their ball and go home. Jimmy Garoppolo went out there and all he did was fucking get his team almost within you know, a couple of snaps of a Super Bowl. Right. I, I think you learn a lot about a person. You learn a lot about their their character. You learn a lot about w- w- losing. I've always said that. You learn way more about people shit on Conor McGregor, right? Mm-hmm. And Conor McGregor has made a shitload of mistakes. I'm not saying he's not. He's in a dirty fucking crazy game. He's probably crazy. But remember when he he snapped his fucking leg? Yeah. He's sitting in the octagon dropping bombs. Like dropping epic fucking Dwayne The Rock Johnson level promos on people. Pointing his fucking finger. Joe Rogan, sit down here. We'll have a podcast. <laughs> while his leg is in two. Yeah. You just learn a lot about people when they're going through shit. And, um, you know, to me, Baker is not doing himself any service right now. And the best revenge is always look at Tom Brady. Yeah. Remember the debate when he was leaving. He could arrange shit all over that franchise if he wanted to. And by the way, he was right and they were wrong. Let's just go ahead and say that right now. Yeah. He still hasn't said a fucking thing. You know what he did? He went and won a Super Bowl. He picked the perfect team because he's Tom Brady. They wanted him because he's Tom Brady. And now he's a billionaire. He's fucking the hottest woman on earth. She's richer than he is. Who? He gives a shit what Dick in the Dirt blogger is saying on fucking Twitter. Yeah. He couldn't care less. I know he's Tom Brady. There's only one of them. But, you know, to me, that that's what you go do. You go out and you say, okay. I remember I got I got I got a text I got a tweet um right when I got fired, dude said I, I always knew you were a fucking asshole and I'm glad you lost your pool now and I was like oh, okay I paid for that pool in cash yeah you know I don't have a car payment I've saved virtually twenty percent of everything I've ever made I'm good <laughs> yeah. you know but in the moment it's like. I don't need to say that to that guy. Uh-huh. Like, like, what do I have to prove? Right. You know, I, it's just, it's one of those things where, yeah, it sucks. You feel that way. You don't know anything about the situation. I've never met you. But 
there was going to be nothing that I'm not comparing myself to fucking Tom Brady. I just want to make sure everybody understands that he has a jawline and I do not. Uh, that's one of the one of the differences. Um, but I think that I, I think that there's a lesson to be learned in that there is a reason why these guys are so protective and there's a reason why they don't do interviews like that nine times out of ten. And I think another one of the bigger problems this tour is so many players now are doing podcasts. Like everybody has a fucking podcast, a gaming now. stream, anything. And it's just like, dude, do you really like do that when you're done? You know, do that when it's over, right? Um, push everything into just being the best football player you can be, earn your money that way, and all that shit's gonna be there when the league is over with. No, it would be great if Baker could just do what. Drew Brees did say, all right, the Chargers don't want me. They're bringing in Philip Rivers, I, I, if that's how it went. Uh, I'm going to go to New Orleans. I'm going to set all the well, records. he got traded, though, didn't he? I, I think so. Yeah. I, I can't remember I exactly that was a trade. how that went down, but he said, all right, I'm going to go here, and I'm going to do this, and I'm going to be the best quarterback in this franchise's history. Not saying Baker Mayfield could necessarily do that, but if he could follow a trend and say, all right, Here's the next. We're going to turn the leaf, and I'm going to get over this instead of sitting and, and dwelling. And it's still probably relatively fresh for him, still, given he doesn't have a new team yet. Given it, you know, it just happened. Uh, but you got to be ready to turn over the new leaf when you're ready when, the, when it's time. The hit to the um, the hit to the ego tour has got to be somewhat unique, though, because not only you just don't cut starting quarterbacks in this league, yeah. you know, unless they have legal reasons or, you know, health reasons, something like that. Not only was he told, no, thank you. Um, not only was he told, no, thank you. We're bringing in a guy that had a losing record the last time he played. No, oh, by the way, there's 22 chicks that are saying that he groped him or whatever the fuck that it is. Not only did all of that happen, um, he's just sitting there. Right. And he's looking at people trade for Carson Wentz. You know, he's looking at Mitch Trubisky sign a three-year deal. And he's like, what? Noodle arm Matt Ryan. What the fuck? Like you're telling me I can't start in this league? Uh -huh. I can't find a job? Um, that's got to be a pretty unique blow to the ego, and I imagine that's very difficult to shoulder. Yeah, if I'm sitting here, if I'm right here at Baker Mayfield, I'm like, all right, here's my day. Here's how how it's planned out. At some point in this day, I'm gonna think about the Carolina Panthers going into next season with Sam Darnold and wondering where where is he better than me? Yeah. I was listening on the way in. I was listening to the show, and they were talking about they're trying to figure out if Matt Rule and Baker Mayfield crossed paths somewhere before, and they had like a bad interaction because they both at different times shot down him playing in Carolina pretty quick. Like okay, he did, and Matt Rule did, and it's like, well, how how would you say Sam Darnold? Like, how is that quarterback room not made better immediately by Baker Mayfield being there? Um, Here's the one that I came up with, and t you tell me if you've heard because maybe it, it could be parallel thinking. It also could be I, it's in my subconscious. I heard it someplace, but I, I I thought I had like the perfect idea for him. Okay, he signs in Tampa. He signs a one year league minimum deal or whatever it would be, quarterback minimum deal. Sure, sits in Tampa. Uh, he's quiet the whole fucking year. God God forbid Tom Brady gets hurt, goes in there. He's at the the helm of one of the best offenses. In the league, he's probably going to have one game where he, you know, mop up time where he goes in and goes nine for fucking 11, throws a couple of touchdowns, sits with Tom Brady, chills, perfect situation, doesn't pay any income tax or state income tax, um, keeps quiet. And then next year, when Mitch Trubisky has flamed out, when they realize Trey Lance can't play, whatever your argument is, uh -huh. there's going to be five or six more jobs. I mean, the timing of his wasn't great either. 
with everything that was going on. It took a little bit for that whole situation to flesh itself out. And by then, Russell Wilson's already been traded. Aaron Rodgers is – I mean, if Aaron Rodgers goes someplace else, perhaps he's the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers right now looking sitting fucking high on the hog. Sure. I, I just think that to, for, for this year, like waiting around for a shit team, like waiting around for the Texans or the Seahawks to break and say, all right, we'll sign Baker Mayfield – I, I would just have my agent call up Tampa and say, like, look, man, we'll sit behind Tom for a year. Take a the, gap year. Yeah, why not? And if they're trying to win a Super Bowl this year, which they are, they, they ain't developing nobody. Why wouldn't they want to do that? It, it's a good contingency plan for Tampa. And this is the first time I've heard this uh, pitch. Um, and then, additionally, you're kind of in a more stable organization uh, where you get to learn what that's like, not in, in Cleveland where they're just constantly – it's constant turnover – and then maybe you get to be ahead of the cycle next year uh, where there's more quarterbacks moving now than it seemingly has ever been in the NFL. And there's also more quarterback longevity in the NFL at, than ever. Uh, so you're like, all right, how much is one year going to really hinder me when some desperate team next year is going to want me? Minnesota might be available. I mean, there's, there's probably seven or eight teams we could all – I mean, Arizona. You, right. You, you just don't know how it's going to shake loose. Um I think it's perfect, and I think it's perfect for him also. I think it, it would be good for him to lay low. Uh, his reputation right now, I think, probably is, if it's not the lowest it's been, it's got to be as close to being lowest. He can get healthy. I mean, he was just had the shit kicked out of him last year. I know he's had surgery this offseason. Yeah. I, I, I don't know how much ego you got to swallow to do that, but I think it's I think it's his best option. I mean, the lay low, I, Mitch Trubisky was like enemy number one. And then he chilled out, and now he was glory boy getting signed by by Pittsburgh this past offseason. I think he threw eleven passes. Yeah, he threw eleven passes in Buffalo, something like that. It's fine. Now you got your contract. You do. You got um, shot. Yeah, that's as much Baker Mayfield talk as I think we'll probably ever do. But um, you know, it, it's not just a conversation about him; it's a conversation about a, a great many things. Um, we talked this week about. Uh, Facebook videos and how you and I sit around watching Facebook videos. I'm not proud of it. A uh-huh. um, lot of crabs getting declawed and cooked up. A lot of street food. Um, I watch a lot of hoof trimming. Yeah. Uh, a lot of huskies howling and then people writing uh, word captions underneath. I've, I've, I've heard the term oddly satisfying about as many times I'd like to hear it. I don't know why every Facebook video says watch this oddly satisfying yard trimming job what the fuck are you what uh-huh. did you all did you all open the same you got the same thesaurus handed out um there was one that popped up and i, I know i'm late to the party on this i'm I gotta be way late there's an asshole on facebook that his gimmick is he lets things sting him have oh, you seen that dude like uh bees and such yes yes but not bees, like, like, like the most horrifying wasps you've ever seen. Like bullet ants, all that stuff. Yeah, 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 stung by a bullet ant, and the one that I watched. Couple of things. He's got the worst name. His name's like Dakota Ringworm or something. It's a fucking. <laughs> it's a horrible name. I think he's really getting stung. Uh, so, again, there's a base level of respect for that for me, just because. If a daddy long legs is on my leg, I make one of those yeah noises and I go, you know, running around the room, you know. <laughs> I don't do well with bugs. Um and he's putting these hideous things on him and then he's he's getting stung by them and I I wouldn't want to do that. I I don't know what 
the point of what he's doing is other than to be internet famous. Uh, if there's some sort of a means to an end, I'm not sure what it is. Uh, here's here's what I, I, I... He got stung by a bullet ant, okay? Uh-huh. And I'm sure it's really painful, but he's so over the top and such a cornball when it comes to his acting that I'm like, I don't, I'm sure that hurts, but you still are going so crazy that I don't, I want, I want the, the ant to win. Not our ant, but the ant that actually stung him. Is it Coyote Peterson? That's the dude. The king of sting. There's my guy, Coyote Peterson. <laughs> now, let me say this to Coyote. I'm talking a little shit. Um, I was damned entertained. I can say that much. He did one where he's like, he had a whole rap, which I'll give him credit for this time. He had a reason for getting stung. Uh -huh. He's like, this wasp, people are hunting this wasp, and it's actually not the wasp people think it is. So I want to make sure that everybody knows that you don't need to be scared of these wasps. So I'm going to let it sting me, and it doesn't hurt that bad. I'm like, all right. <laughs> At least you got a reason. Uh, I watched him get stung by a cicada killer is what it was. And uh, it was only a two out of whatever on the uh, the sting scale, whatever the Scoville units are for stings. Um, but he's an asshole that has a butt. He has a butt. <laughs> <laughs> he has a you caught me there. Well, he's got a... He's, <laughs> he's an asshole that has a fucking a jar turned over with a bug in it. I don't know how he catches these bugs, by the way. And, I and like, the thing about the fucking Facebook videos tours, I don't... Like, you catch these guys at different times. Like, uh -huh. you'll catch an early video, and you're like, oh, this guy's just coming up. And then you don't realize, oh, this is from 2018. And then you see the videos he's making now, and he's got like, a four-camera shoot. There's a fucking Dodge Viper park behind him. And you're like, oh, okay. I guess the fucking the hits kept on coming. He's getting 7 million hits per video now. Yeah, a tank full of close to 100 vampire fish is shot in 8K here. Okay. That, well, yeah, that's what I. Yeah, he's 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 kind of graduated. The, the latest one I saw is he was letting an alligator bite him. And I'm like, what are you doing, dude? Like, what? What is the point of this? Um, but I think he's like that man versus food dude because like that guy started having like heart murmurs. Yeah. And he's like, I got to stop eating for a fucking living. I think he's retired from getting stung, or at least that's what he's claiming is that he's retired from getting stung. But uh, man, I tell you, I, the internet really gives you. Pardon the pun, a, a beeline. It's very difficult to know what is going to make somebody famous. You know, before it was like, oh, I got to be a comedian, or I got to be an athlete, or I got to be a singer, or I got to be an actor, right? Yeah. And now this asshole is getting stung by fucking warrior ants on, you know, and writhing around on the floor, and he's getting eight minutes. Dude, he's getting as, as many hits. If you look at, like, you know, John Oliver? Yeah. People talk endlessly about John Oliver, right? Right. Like 500,000 people watch his show. And that, that seems like a lot to me, considering we have like 300 people listening to this. But the fucking guy getting stung by the bullet ant yeah. has cut 1,200 times the dude's audience. Like, how do you explain that to a network? How, how would you go to HBO and say, and I, I realize it's a, it's a poor comparison because they're a premium service, right? But how do you go and say, we got to give John Oliver another $10 million? Uh-huh. But what about the bullet ant dude? The bullet ant dude's getting paid fucking, to, you know, to, to plug the Ridge wallet. He's got over four and a half million <laughs> people following nuts. his page. It's, that's just followers. That's followers. It's not even accounting for shares. The or views. The <laughs> views are. The, I mean, the, he's, well, he had one video that had 11 million views. He's just present. I think he's presenting it in I'm a not, way that is simple. He's got the hat. He's got the bandana around his neck. The leather. That stinks. <laughs> I hate his hat. Douche. Buy a new hat. <laughs> the B 
beards all trimmed up. I don't, I don't want to compl- I know. I mean, he's, I mean, he's trying so hard. Dude. Yeah, he's very But I got to say, you got to. I mean, you have to admire the hustle. First of all, you got to be willing to get stung. I'm not willing to get stung. All right, I'll continue doing this shit, or I'll go back to Home Depot. I, if, uh-huh. I, if those are my choices, I'm not fucking sitting around letting these things crawl on me and then eat me. Yeah, the, the, we, uh, we have our own contingency plans. <laughs> That's my, my contingency plan, retail. Golf golf course. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I'm going to be a soda truck driver. That <laughs> yeah. is what I'm going to be. I'm going to be the guy that unloaded. My grandfather did that. My dad did that at some point. I'm going to go to Pepsi. I'm going to say, let me please deliver 12 packs of soda into grocery. I love grocery stores. I love soda. Uh I know it's back-breaking work, but I'd rather use my back than my brain. Um, Please just let me do that. I'll make $32,000 a year. I got no problem. (laughs) I get health insurance. I'll be fine. Um, I'm not getting fucking chomped on by a jelly. Like, here's a man of war jellyfish. He stick his hand in the... I'm not doing that, man. I I just can't imagine the... The wake up today, all right, we're going to plan out our next crazy-ass shit that's going to inflict a massive amount of pain on me. You got to get a flight to the place. You got to do all this coordinating. And can then you, yeah. the time comes, you're like, all right, here's the sea urchin. I'm going to just shoot it right into my bicep. Can you find out? There was one that he's talked about in every video. It's called, I think it's called a tarantula. It's called a tarantula wasp or a tarantula hawk wasp or something like that. Um, and he said that's the worst one that he's ever had because... The fucking thing has to have enough venom inside of its um, thorax or abdomen. I'm not sure where they keep the venom um, to kill a big ass tarantula. And that's why some of these other bugs, if they're like killing a cicada, they don't need as much venom. So when they sting you, you know, you're not all fucked up. Uh, it's I'm seeing the executioner wasp sting was by far the worst sting he's ever taken. Okay, well that's not the one. The, maybe it's in a different video that I, the, the videos I'm watching. He keeps talking about this tarantula bug, that um, this wasp that he let loose on himself. I only watched four or five of his videos. There's one where he's got a big tank of like electric eels and he's about to jump into or something. I was like, what the fuck, bro? But he like I gotta say the delivery is interesting because he delivers it like he's an, like a. Steve Irwin or somebody. Like, yeah. I'm hosting a fucking <laughs> show about animals. But you're not. You're getting you're getting yeah. attacked by them. Here, I'm going to teach you about this. You're going to be really bored, and then it's going to come to the point where you really want to see, which is me writhing in pain. I never thought I'd be so interested in lobsters in Thailand. I never thought. They have the most beautiful lobsters in Thailand. Have you seen them? Let me look these They're up, like, yeah. they got the rainbow. They're, they're gorgeous. They have these big antennas, though. They look like fucking aliens. Um... And those dudes just rip those lobsters apart in about five seconds. But I, you know, aren't they pretty? A giant rainbow uh, lobster. Very here. pretty lobster. All of the comments, the comments have to be bots. All the comments are like, <laughs> poor <laughs> lobster, I can't believe you. Were <laughs> Fuck off, man. What did you have for dinner last night? I bet it wasn't beans. <laughs> I bet it had parents. Cynical motherfuckers, uh, hypocritical motherfuckers. I take one of these jokers as a pet here. Watch him fly right, around. dude? Isn't he awesome? Oh, yeah. Now, I don't know what I'd do with it. I mean, it's huge. Can you imagine you woke up and that thing was like just crawling across oh, the floor? I, it, it's like the fucking... Uh, I'm out the house. <laughs> oh, no. It'd be walking around like the, the, the decapitated head and, and the thing. Just oh, I don't <laughs> with, want the, with oh, the crabs God. and you, you hear the sound. That's, that's my favorite <laughs> line in any movie ever where that, that decapitated head grows the, the legs and the eye stalks. And I don't remember which one of the cast members says it, but he just looks around the corner and goes, you got to be fucking shitting me. <laughs> and, then the, and then the thing like crawls out the door. Right. Who thought of that? That's, who's the weirdo that fucking thought of that? I, that sound, that click, clack, click, clack on the, oh, on the it's tile, it's never, it's never the escaped. The scarier me. one is the one where, um, in the beginning, where the dogs all are infected and they turn uh-huh. into that big one and it tries to escape and it tries to go up into the ceiling, like into the rafters. Yeah. And there's this little, 
<laughs> noise it makes as it goes up before they burn it. And I'm just like, I'm out. The second that happened, I'm calling for the fucking evac, and we got to get the shit out of here. I don't know if that's... I. I the defibrillator open sound. Oh, is, is, I think Put might your crackpot over there. Come help me. Ah! <laughs> the arms come off. What a great movie. I'm going to watch that movie tonight. It's my brother's birthday. Fuck it. I'm going to go watch that movie. I'm going to watch John Carpenter's The Thing. Um... There is um there was that. Last thing I wanted to bring up, but I'm anyway, who knows? We'll see how it goes. Oh, do we have we have do we have ass shoots? We do. God damn it. We had fifty minutes already? Yeah, it's a big one. <laughs> Tor's like, uh, we're gonna wrap it up. I had some plans. I've already had, I've already had a few beers. Um it's burgers back there. I know <laughs> you're gonna be able to make a plate. They got a death wish. They go just get fucking slaughtered. Those burgers are gonna get <laughs> anally intruded on. Oh my god! Um, there's a, a movie that came. I wanted to talk about this all week. Uh, you know who Michael Bay is, correct? I do. Yes. Um, unlike Michael Hall, that's a different person. <laughs> Michael Bay is uh, is a director, and of course, he's directed some some pretty big movies. I think he's probably mostly known for Transformers, uh, but he's done a bunch of um, really big, over the top. Uh, Hollywood movies. He's very, very good at exploding things, and um, he does a lot of blockbusters. He did Pearl Harbor. I think that was a pretty big bomb, but usually when he's doing something where there's a lot of shit blowing up, uh, he does a really good job with it. Now, he did a movie called Pain and Gain, which I believe was with The Rock and Mark Wahlberg. Uh -huh. I'm guessing you've seen that. I've only seen the opening uh, 14 minutes. Okay. Why do you keep watching just pieces of movies? It was just on YouTube. I see, because uh, I get caught by the thumbnail, which is like Mark Wahlberg Naked. yoked and then yeah, like yeah, upside yeah. down to a crowd. I'm like, what, what do we got? I got to watch. Here? I got to run a batch. <laughs> um, and then he did a, a war film called 13 Hours. And I think those are both pretty big bombs but usually when he does something uh the rock you know all that shit con air like they're 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 fairly fucking successful um what was i gonna say oh he had a movie come out this past weekend called ambulance and um i think two weekends ago uh it bombed bombed yeah. horrifically um i think it said it was 8.7 million dollars and that was from 3,400 12 American theaters. Um, just a horrible, horrible display. And that movie that I went to see, the Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, uh, apparently it made as much money and it was on like a third of the theaters. Yeah. So just way more people wanted to see it. Now, I saw the trailer for this ambulance movie. It looked pretty interesting. I think I saw it also in the, in the theater. I saw it. It was Jake Gyllenhaal and, he and, and his brother. And he's white and the, his brother is black. I, so I guess they're adopted. And um, they're... They take an ambulance hostage because somebody's sick. Somebody needs an organ or something. But it looked real slick. Like, the trailers looked really good. looked like a lot of cool chase scenes. Um, uh, it, it just looked like an interesting premise. And then when it says Michael Bay, you're like, huh, that looks a little cooler than what Michael Bay normally does. Normally, he's making real bad Transformers movies. Yeah. Um, so I was interested in it. It bombed horrifically, and everyone is trying to figure out why. Uh, one of the main reasons why people keep saying it is because the movie looks a lot like these horrible action movies that are popping up on Netflix every other day. I, I don't know the name of that. Uh, was it Red Notice, which has had The Rock and Gail Gadot oh, God. and uh, Ryan Reynolds in it? I think that's what it was. These are horrible movies, and like every other week, I feel like there's this monster action movie getting released on 
Netflix or Amazon. Was that the name Look of it? You plugged in Red Notice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I, I care about movies. I don't watch those, but uh, we watched we watched the Tomorrow War, which was the Chris Pratt one. Yeah. Um, some people think, hey, this look just looks like one of those, and, and people are getting used to having those just sent to them, so they're not going to go to a theater, which I guess holds some water, but. Normally for a big action movie with a bunch of explosions, I would assume you want to see that in a theater, right? Where else? Um, big screen, big noises, opposed to watching it on a 42-inch Vizio in your college dorm. Yeah, I think that I, maybe that's the reason. Um, here's what the bummer about this movie failing is. Um, Sonic the Hedgehog 2 <laughs> opened to $71 million. $71 million for Sonic the Hedgehog 2. I don't need to bring up the Batman. I don't need to bring up Spider-Man No Way Home. Um, I don't need to bring up any of that shit. Um, Ambulance was rated R. It was an action movie, and it wasn't a horrible Transformers deal or another Fast and the Furious or another superhero movie. This isn't good. This, this is not a good thing for moviegoers. You want studios to make movies that aren't just part 18 in a fucking franchise. Yeah. If you have a brain in your head. Now, there's a lot of people out there that just like, Dukes, I just go to movies. I want to turn my brain off and I want to watch big, stupid stuff. I'm like, all right. I, I'm pretty passionate about movies and I and I like watching things that I haven't seen before. Um, an Ambulance was that for Michael Bay and nobody went to see it and nobody was interested in it. And what that usually means... It, it's not a definitive or a de definitive. Is that the word I'm looking for? They made the Watchmen, um, an absolute is what I meant to say. Okay. The the Watchmen was a rated R comic book adaptation, right? Didn't do so hot. We didn't get any rated R comic book movies basically until Deadpool. You know, basically until that happened. Um, and it took Deadpool, the the Deadpool movie, to drag it out of there. They, they get scared. They get freaked out. They don't want to do anything. They want to, and I'm talking about movie studios. They want to play it safe. And so that's why when you see one found footage movie, when you see Blair Witch Project, you know, make, you see a million of them afterwards. Uh -huh. Because oh, this is what people want. Well, no, they want good. They want original. They want new. And that, that felt like all of that. And so when a movie like this comes out, Tor, where it's like kind of more in the direction of what you're looking for like give me the next lethal weapon don't give me lethal weapon six you know give me the next 300 or, or whatever you think that it's going to be everything had to look like 300 for six years afterwards because 300 made 300 million dollars um keep taking shots yeah is what you're looking for i'm looking for memento i'm i'm not looking for uh fast 11 with fucking brie larson like i'm, I'm not looking for that i like it with brie olsen that would be cool. <laughs> so I, I wanted to at least point that out is that, you know, we got Morbius. We got, I mean, just think about all the fucking shit slog, like all the venom. Everything has to be attached to a comic book. This did not. Rated R, made for adults, action, original, shoot them up. Like, give me, like, I, I, want, I don't know. I, I wish people would go out and support movies like this more than they go out and support Doctor Strange 2, the, the multiverse of sadness. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you, but I think if you want that at this point, you just got to be as plugged in as you are. Uh, yeah. Like with the, it, I'll take it back to Old Henry, right? No buzz anywhere on Nobody that. Nobody saw it. 
still a, a move a new movie that I think everyone enjoyed. We were all looking for. Would you like more people to see it though? I mean, if, I, if, if 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 a movie like Old Henry did well commercially, then we'd get more movies like Old Henry. Right, I agree. But I I, I really think people just want the uh, the the Star Wars and they want the comic book shit. And you gotta just keep on looking. You gotta keep. I mean, it, with uh, it, it's almost similar to, I don't know, to music. Now I'm not listening to the, the the radio for music. That's not. I'm not gonna find anything that I like there because it's not for me. It is right. for people that that it, it's not for me. So I'm I'm doing my own searching and looking around for something that might interest me. Yeah, but I think also tour that you want the bands you like to come to your town, right? Yes. Well, the way that that's going to happen is that you're going to, they get more popular and then they can go on a bigger tour. I, I don't know. I, I, I agree with you about music. It's a great time to fucking go. But don't you have bands? I mean, you like rap, right? Yes. Don't you have rappers? You're like, God damn it. This guy's way better than this other asshole. And everyone knows who this other asshole is. And nobody knows who this guy is. Like that's something innate in all of us. I think it is. Um, I, but I've I've almost relinquished myself to when I first was like, all right, I don't like. I think I was when I first got my car, first started driving, yeah. I turned on the radio. I said, I don't. I'm not. I don't like any of this. Right. And I had to start searching out stuff that I liked. And it's. I don't know. Maybe I'm I'm a, a glass half empty type of guy on this situation where it's like, until I see the definitive change, maybe I need to be a part of making that change in that. But I'm just gonna have to do it on my on my lonesome. Yeah, and and pop music is so difficult because there's. But I just this could be old person talk. But if you think about the Beatles were pop music. Yeah, you know when you think about pop music and what Michael Jackson is pop music. Do we do we think the pop music out now is is equal to what? You know, those acts? No. I, I don't even need to finish the goddamn sentence. Yeah. Um, all right, well, I, I don't want to sit here and fucking belabor the point, but, you know, The Rock, to me, when you look at Bad Boys, you know, those are Michael Bay movies. It's like, yeah. I'd rather him make those than make Bumblebee. That's all I'm saying. And because this movie fucking bombed, we're going to get more Bumblebee instead of the, the other. This, that, and the other. All yeah, right. I see what you're saying. All right. Um, do we... Uh, Let's do a couple ass shoots. Yeah, we, we can do just that. Stop fucking trying to. Oh, no, good. I just want to give content to the audience, and I have to be worried about the fact that you get upset when I do it. Uh, is, this, is it? This, this is, is the BMI Index oh. on the Chad Dukes Show. We had a really good BMI on Thursday, by the way. Oh, yeah. If you'd like to hear it, you can subscribe. <laughs> Go to ChadDukesShow.com. You can subscribe. Pay some money. It's not that big a deal. You know what? By the way, you know our monthly fee tour? Huh. It wouldn't even buy you a combo meal at Arby's now. I went to Arby's the other day. It was fourteen dollars uh -huh. for oh. fucking the shit that I bought. One combo, unfucking believable. By the way, I don't need to be going to Arby's. <laughs> All I'm saying is we do charge money, but if you look at how expensive everything the fuck else is, pretty pretty damn good deal for as far as much content we give. <laughs> I think the price is still the same. It's, it's, it's been the same. It's the same. <laughs> Let me tell you what's going up. Everything. We're Arizona iced tea over here. Just gonna put more security on. I'm getting. I'm charging more for internet. <laughs> Everything has cost more. I haven't touched the goddamn subscription fee. You know why? It's fine. I'm fine. I like people to listen to the goddamn show. Go fucking subscribe, chintzy motherfucker. Cheap sons of bitches. All right. Can I have the thing? Yeah. I'm hungover. I know. Tora, I'm very hungover. I know. This isn't the right music. I, I, I understand that. Why didn't you that? say something? We, we know who's the BMI. You should have said that it was the wrong music. I wanna, where is it? I can't find it. Are you on board one? That's it. Oh, that's oh, definitely it. Right, well, it's just... a dead new show.
Friday night. Who's man? Clamp, let me get one more. Oh, on. get another beer. Yeah, we gotta get one more. You're like stone cold up here. You know what, Tor? <laughs> Let's all get fucked up. Let's do it. Hold on, I think the possum's gonna talk to us here. It's a chicken show. Oh man, tell him, George. Tell him no show. A Friday night hoot man. <laughs> There's a second beer. It's chicken show. Oh yeah. So when Clamp comes here, you're just gonna... Oh, here we go. You took it very literally today, Tor. You know what? If you're gonna drink beers, if you're gonna take one for the team here and you're gonna get all fucked up uh-huh. on the Friday afternoon show, you know what I have to do for you. What do you... Oh, here we go. <laughs> Why would I even set it down? Get ready, get ready to go on a journey. show. <laughs> <laughs> it actually makes me want to do a hoot nanny. <laughs> Don't get it twisted. There's no hoot nanny tonight. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck that noise, man. Were you guys teasing something? No. 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 <laughs> no. I have to go to a birthday party. Hey, come out to Commonwealth Dry Goods. I'm having a hellacious weekend. Come out to Commonwealth Dry Goods tomorrow. Support my shop. <laughs> Sons of bitches. Um, all right. Did I did I ever find the BMI music? We, that's not it, right? What is we, it? Is ask it? shoot. Is this it? No, that's Fortress Film. What, what is, is this it? Uh, no, that's an intro. This is Ask Shoot. Send us your questions, comments, or queries to mailbag at chaddukeshow.com, huh. and we'll get to them on the show. Solid advice, Tor. If you'd like to email the show, if you've got a question for myself or for America's Wigwam, or I think, should we be concerned? Ooh. Spider Clamp walked out about 10 minutes ago. <laughs> think he locked himself out? I, I haven't gotten the text yet. <laughs> I'm certain the elevator's locked. Okay. Uh, there's no way he unlocked the door. He's back. Okay, oh, okay. he's back. Cool. He's all right. All right, very good. I didn't know how many beers he had before I got here. <laughs> thank you again to Spider Clamp for showing up tonight, and thank you for my dragon. Uh, oh, today, by the way, not tonight. Uh, hey, guys. Founding member. I've listened to Chad since his days with LeVar. Throughout many of life's changes and events, being single, hanging their tour, to being married, uh, one constant pre- uh, one constant has remained present, and that is Big Shoot. Two questions, if I may. Could you please tell the story of how Dukes and Ant-Man met? I don't think I've ever heard the tale. His antics always make me laugh. Any plans for a future UFO show with Pete and Rev? Always enjoy those. Thanks, boys. Keep up the great work. I'll be listening. Brian in Reston. Well, Brian, that is very kind, and thank you so much. I appreciate you subscribing. appreciate appreciate you being with me for a while. Um, I'll try to take those in order. Um, Ant-Man was a listener of the sports show, um, and he started showing up over when we were taping a show called the Chad Dukes Rodcast, which we used to tape over in my shop, Commonwealth Dry Goods. He then started coming out to Big Owen Dukes as well. I don't think he listened to either one of those shows. I think he just liked hanging out with the boys, and um, he 
There was one night where he agreed to do something around here, to fix something or to, and his payment was going to be, he got to come with me to go see Willie Nelson and Sturgill Simpson. Um, I don't know how that worked. He, he he somehow horned in on that whole deal. That is the first time I ever hung out with Ant Man. Uh-huh. Um, that was actually the night I met Willie Nelson, which was unbelievable. That's why I owe a life debt to Jay Chandra Sekar. Um, and then after that, we all thought that was kind of weird. But but Ant Man is a lot of fun for all of his foibles, as the bro- Taurus Bro Dogs can attest. Ant Man's a lot of fun to have around. Yeah. So it just became like, hey, can Ant Man come? Like I guess. And then from there, now you know. Jesus Christ, I see him more than I see my goddamn, you know, my wife or my dog. So, I, I mean, it's not a very good origin story, but that's, I think, it's how I meet most people. They like the show. Um, something clicks. It's, it's never anything I look to do. Like, I'm never like, oh, I want to make a new friend. Like, every once in a while, it's just, all right, yeah, we can hang out. Sure, no problem. Generally, if you're available and you like to drink and you're not an asshole, that's the best way to kind of make it happen. Yeah, spider Clam just raised his yeah. hand. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's, I think that's it. I think if you can meet two of those three quotas, then, uh, cause Ant-Man can be an asshole. He absolutely can, yeah. but he's, it's a different type of it is. assholeness. And also Ant-Man's, I mean, I, this isn't why we're friends, but he's very useful. Yeah. Like he can do a lot of stuff. He's a very handy guy and he, he will help you out. I mean, it'll take a while for him actually to come over and do it, but he will help you out. <laughs> um, UFO show. I would love to do another UFO show. Uh, the problem is Pete's schedule is very packed. Rev's schedule is very packed. And I'm pretty busy. You know, I'm not as busy as those two guys, but I, I run a few businesses. It's just tough to work all of our schedules out. That's all. And then the Rev has to be on the phone because I don't do the Zoom shit. So it's just difficult to fucking make it happen. But yes, yes, there will be another UFO show, God willing. All right. Uh, listening to the discussion of a possible bonus show had me rolling. I'm all in for a CD, and I'll be at the Fortress for that one. Corey Rita. What is he talking about? The um, the diarrhea show. Oh, God. Dude. First of all, Ant-Man is a snitch. Oh, oh, oh. Do tell. He's a snitch motherfucker. <laughs> Don't ever listen. No wonder that guy got into so much trouble. He'll roll over on you in a fucking second. <laughs> and not even to get to stay out of jail, just to get a chuckle. Um, he told my wife about the fucking show. I didn't want to ever tell her about that. Why would you ever tell her about I that? I wouldn't tour. I would never tell my wife about So here, here's the episode where, where we were spitballing. I believe Tor named it aptly the uh, irregular suspects. Yeah. We are all going to record ourselves using the water closet, using the commode in a number two capacity. <laughs> we... Within, we're going to have, I think, five guys. I think maybe we six. Have five or six, yeah. We're going to play all the audio, and then we're going to try to figure out who's who. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, I came up with a... <laughs> I think I came up with something else that we have to do while that's going on. Okay. You're going to know what yours sounds like. Yeah. So in order to combat that, I think what we do is we go around the table, and we play three different shits per person... Gotcha. And then they oh, pick. Then you have to, oh, out of the three? Yeah, because, yeah. I mean, if you're going to know yours, and if that's played for you, then it narrows it down to you have two. Yeah. I like that. Like, you give them, like, say, okay. Oh, my God. How much are we going to be listening to that night? Here, here's what I would say. Like, we, it would go something like this, Tor. Like, there'll be a bunch of shits. Like, you'll play three shits, and then I'll say to you, hey, that's either Steve Pie, <laughs> Money Monk, or Ant-Man. And then you got to pick which one it is. Oh. I think that's how we do it. <laughs> we fucking help. 
That way we make the shits last as long as possible. This is a... But look, it's a CD episode. If look, if it sells 10 copies, then it sells 10 <laughs> copies. I'm saying we're not going to put it on the feed. I'm not going to put it on iTunes. If you don't want it, you don't have to have it. You don't have to have it. Sam Harbaugh, you know, ornery about it. He's like, oh, I don't want that. It's too gross. I'm like, well, first of all, you got a set of balls on you, dude, saying talk it's too gross. gross. We talk about gross. And by the way, Sam, scroll up in the messages that you've sent us on Instagram if you want to know why we don't want you up here in the studio. Like, I don't want to talk shit, but like... This motherfucker texted me yesterday, well, what is it going to take for me to... Scroll up and look at some of the things you sent me in tour. <laughs> Every time you send a message, I see all that uh, shit that you sent us. <laughs> it's pretty evident. We haven't banned you from the show. We haven't thrown out anything. I, I appreciate you coming out to live events. You're uh -huh. more than welcome in the streams. You're more than welcome on all of it. You also fucking threw up all over everything. We don't want puking up here either. So it's you've been a huge asshole... And you puke everywhere. You know what happens, Sam, if you puke up here? We have to clean it up. We ain't got no maid. You know what happens if you get drunk and go berserk? Tor's got to throw you out. I don't we don't have to do that. We don't have a fucking bouncer. We can't have any problems up here when we're doing a live show. Right. Jesus Christ. Common sense. A little bit. I mean, I'm not even, I'm not, he's not even on my shit list anymore. I'm not even down, I was down bad on him for a while. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. He makes his gross jokes. I don't fucking say anything anymore. But like, he's like, oh, what's it going to take for me to fucking get him? I'm like, dude, just scroll up and look what you, you've never apologized. You've never said you're wrong. You've never corrected your behavior. This has been no improvement. None. And by the way, do whatever you want. He's not threatening anybody. I mean, he's he's not the type of problem that's got to be blocked and banned. He's not. Right. He's fine. But if you want to know why we don't want you physically sitting four feet from us, the last time you were here, you puked all over everybody's cars. And you've been a huge asshole online the whole time I've known you. It's Jamarcus Russell. Yeah. He never got it. It's fine in person. It is interesting. Sure. But sober, in person. 6'6", six, six, studded LSU. You're like, yeah. oh. Looks good in his drawers. He's at the combine standing in his underwear. Looks good. Ah, yeah. All right, I see it. Uh, just I don't know where that came from. I was just top of mind. He, he sent me a message. He goes, "Oh, I guess my invitation to the FMEs, not at three FMEs, got lost in the mail." By the way, he sent that fucking message like three times, and I said, "Sam, has this ever worked when you do this?" Here's what would work. Here, let, here's a, let me tell. <laughs> oh let God, me fucking help all of you. No, I'm gonna help everybody. I'm gonna help everybody out. Here's what would work. Be polite. Be pol and nice. If yes. you're polite and nice, that generally works with most people. Not just me. Not just the Great Falls Sasquatch. Wouldn't you say be nice and polite generally works nine times out of ten? I would say so. Walking through life. And additionally for the show, if you're nice and polite to me, then maybe I could give a pitch to shoot. Yeah, no shit. I saw the message you sent, Tor. <laughs> Sam? <laughs> I saw it. You sent it to the show page. You think I didn't see how you were speaking to him? <laughs> well, that's another thing. Is like because you get your balls busted on the show. Like that doesn't mean you can get spoken to that way in private. Yeah, you're the executive producer of this show. No, I remember I called his ass out on the uh, bonus show. Yeah. He sent me weeping messages on Instagram. That I oh, know. good. I didn't know that. No, I all right. Well, now see, Sam, it's Tor's fault. I was not made aware of that. <laughs> Here's all I'm saying. Yeah. Is that I'm worried about Spider Clamp. He gets up 35 times during the show, and also. Being polite, if you want something, is a very, very good first step. 
Sending obnoxious messages on the internet never works for anything. When has anyone ever gotten what they want by sending an obnoxious message on the internet? It's, it's tough. It's very, very tough. And I would, I would speculate, and this is just speculation, that there's other parts of your life uh -huh. that have been damaged by what a shithead you are online. Right. What is this? Oh, you brought me a Coke Zero. Yeah. Thank you, Clint. <laughs> I appreciate that. You know what, Clamp? Do me a favor. Send Sam a message. Tell him how to be. Oh, all right. Spider Clamp is out on Sam Harbaugh. Uh, okay. I, didn't, I didn't realize. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Sam, I'm not. I don't feel as strongly about it as, as Spider Clamp does. That sounds a little beer strong. <laughs> oh, exactly. Well, he's had six beers. <laughs> How's beer number two going now, man? That's delicious. God damn it. I had one more email I wanted to read. <laughs> I threw my emails down. Oh, the, uh, the best one is on page two. Look, I have been an asshole. And here's what I can tell you. So, uh, it, being an asshole on the air is fine, but being an asshole in real life, it's never really gotten me much of anything, you know? Yeah. It's generally just cost me shit. Friendships, things, opportunities. <laughs> if you're an asshole, generally people don't want to be around you. <laughs> um, Boys, just wanted to say how great Make It Show was. I haven't watched Star Trek The Next Generation since I was a kid and have chosen, and the chosen episodes were awesome. Dukes, Goat, Dottie, and Tor all had different perspectives. I can't wait for the next one. Can't stop getting fatter. Dave in Southern Maryland. Well, Dave, it's a big long line. Yeah. <laughs> you, got, you got two guys standing in that fucking line, oh, actually, on the other end of the microphones right now. Stand in the line. I'll get my bowl of soup. Be right back to the end of the line. Get my Just next get right bowl of soup. Right back in it, yep. Yeah. Well, you're going to be getting a, a big Buford here in about five minutes. Oh, my God. No, it's going to be getting me. Get ready, asshole. <laughs> you're, you're going inside me. <laughs> oh, fucking choked to death. Oh, that is funny. All right, let's turn that off. For right. sakes. Music's driving me insane. Um, Couple of things. Oh, I'm available on Cameo. If you'd like a Cameo from Shoot, I am the only one on Cameo that has not raised my uh, prices. Just uh, search Chad Dukes. Let me ask you. Let me go ahead and give another little bit. Of, since I'm giving out advice tour, I'm, I'm like the Oracle over here. It's the advice show. It really is. So could you get that sounder for us, please? We'll do. Um, the advice show. If you're going to book a Cameo or you're going to buy stars on Facebook or you're going to do anything, do it on your laptop. Do not buy anything on an app. You have no idea how much these apps are just fucking everybody over. I, I had Daniel Connor book me on Cameo the other night. I got 13 out of the $25. 13 Yeah. If you book on the fucking computer, you get way more of the money. If you buy the stars on the computer, they give you better deals. Do everything on the laptop or the desktop. Don't do anything on an app. And this goes across the board because I'm sure they're fucking you every other place too. Uh-huh. Because Apple's got to get their money. Android just started doing the same thing. I just got an email from Cameo saying, all oh, the shit that Apple's doing, Android's doing it now too. So just appreciate it. But just for, for anyone that's buying stuff to help any type of content creator, uh -huh. I think it works the same way on Twitch on all of them. Do it on the laptop. All right? And come out to Commonwealth Dry Goods. I'll be there on Saturday. All right, very good. Very good. Spider Clam, thank you. Good man. Bought some lunch. Bought some dragons. Brought the fucking drinking. Appreciate that. All right. Uh, tomorrow, we are recording the Chad Duke Show Not Free F Emmys. Uh, that really doesn't mean much to all you guys, except that it will be available on CD out at our event at Flying Ace Farm in May. We're going to get that son of a bitch turned around. We're going to get it turned around quick, Gigantor. I know you got some, some fucking anxiety issues about that. I can tell right now you're locking up. <laughs> 
We'll uh, we'll get it done. Uh, I'm excited for tomorrow. Uh, oh, what cocktails do you want for cocktail hour? Ooh, well, you know me. Orgy beer sent to request. I want to. I've got to get my life in order, so I can't be drinking a bunch of sugary shit. So I like the vodka club sodas with a little lemon wedges, lime wedges, uh, Tito's preferably. That would be great if he needs me to bring hooch. He doesn't have to buy hooch, by the way. I feel bad if he's buying hooch. Gotcha. But orgy beer. That's why one of the reasons why he's up for. Uh, I think the most generous listener is he not? He is. And Spider Clip. We've got two nominees in a 24-hour period right here in the studio. Guys, if you like today's episode, it was free. How about uh, forking over a couple of bucks and you can get yourself an episode each and every day? Tor and I are here all week long cranking out the content. Just go to ChadDukesShow.com. You can subscribe. And uh, we're on social media, at ChadDukesShow on Facebook and Instagram. Anything else, young man? No, just a really good week. Excited for tomorrow. Great week. Awesome week. Excited for tomorrow as well. Happy birthday to Casey... Dukes, I think he's turning 40. And if he is, that's that's a big one. Certainly a big one. That's when he's at the colonoscopies and all the fun stuff. All the fun stuff. Not being able to drink. Fucking wake up having panic attacks. Oh, hypertension. It's amazing. Is that what's down the line? Oh, for you even quicker. Son of a- for you probably with the time you turn 29. Oh, well, you know, Great Danes die like they have like a 10-year le- <laughs> less life expectancy like a Pekingese. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be fucking, I'm gonna be pissing on your grave. I'll just shoot you the text. <laughs> All right, it's time. <laughs> it's time. I'm going. We'll go to the Potomac. You know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, we'll gonna, s- I'm gonna throw you right in the back of the truck. We'll get in a rowboat. <laughs> oh, rowboat! Yeah. Just... <laughs> oh my god! There I go. Let the catfish have me. That's Someone awful. can catch him, fucking monster. Well, <laughs> I was gonna drive you to the bone orchard at least. You know, I'll, I'll, you know what? I'll row you out so you don't have to exert yourself. Just give me the fishes. Let's get you a couple of big Bufords. You can eat those on the way out. Oh, yeah. And then you'll be given the fish. Yeah, this is a pretty good day now. And I'll bring a cane pole out there because I won't bring Monk with me because I want to catch some fish. You <laughs> fucking... <laughs> All right, guys. The good Lord is well to the creeks. Don't rise. We'll see you on Monday at 2 p.m. for a brand new episode of the Chad Duke Show. Roll out the trash cans. You know what I always say? Time to that friendship you. Ta-da to fucking you. It may only be mid-April, but that doesn't mean that it isn't golfing season. And if you are like me and you got to squeeze into some khaki shorts or golfing shorts, then you're looking for as much room as possible and you're looking for as much comfort as possible. Why am I telling you this? You know, this isn't a golfing read. This is a read for our great friends at Manscaped.com. I went golfing on Monday earlier this week. I trimmed up my... Uh, nether regions, to put it nicely, on Sunday. I cannot tell you how much of a difference it made. I felt better. I wasn't chafing. I had no real issues when I was moving around and, and chipping for double par. You know how I do on the golf course. I'm tearing it up. Regardless, it is going to start getting warmer. You are going to start getting more uncomfortable, especially if you're a man of larger carriage. So that's why I can always turn to Manscaped and all of their fantastic products. And You know, if you don't know what to get and you're thinking, all right, I'm going to start really focusing on my hygiene, just get the Performance Package 4.0. It comes with the Lawnmower 4.0, their all new skin safe electric trimmer. Uh, It's a fantastic uh, uh, body hair trimmer, the Weed Whacker Ear Nose Hair Trimmer, the Crop Preserver Anti Chafing Ball Deodorant. Love that. The Crop Reviver, the Ball Spray Toner, the Magic Mat, which is a disposable shaving mat, so you're not leaving all your hair all over the place for your partner. Uh, And then additionally within that, you're getting the Shed travel bag. I take it everywhere with me. And a pair of Manscaped boxers. They are specific anti-chafing boxers. And 
it's not just me peddling this with no discount code, everybody. You get 20% off and free shipping with the code Dukes at Manscaped.com. That is 20% off and free shipping with the code Dukes at Manscaped.com. You're going to thank yourself this summer for keeping yourself trimmed down.